Okay, good evening, continuing here, Bezer Hashem. Perek Sheni of Sharak Nia, the second Perek, he's now describing there are three categories of people who can be classified as humble people. And in the first category, he describes to us what looks like externally as someone who is a low spirit, very shy, not very courageous, and it seems to be a humble person. Says the Chavis of Abbas, don't be fooled by this category. Don't be fooled by these people. It's not that at all. They're really foolish. They're ignorant people. And it's because, and he compares the to, to, to animals. We'll have to exp- explain what that comparison is. But he says it's really, it's a, it's a sickness. It's unfortunately, sadly, it's an illness that they possess. It's a Dalus Hanefesh. It's an impoverished soul that we're dealing with. And we explained last night, it's people who just don't understand their own strengths. And they have a low self-esteem. And says the Chavis Avavis, low self-esteem is not humility. Don't misconstrue the two. What's really humility? Now the Chavis Avavis continues on in the second paragraph here in Berak Beis. Aval but humility that comes after one appreciates and understands the exaltedness of his soul, and he lifts himself above from being in the same echelon and partnering in that lower class of one who understands he has to lift himself above the lower class of creatures, Vighavhusa, and he indeed he goes beyond, he lifts himself up, may he damas to even compare himself to try to imitate to those lowly people with the understanding the advantage that he has of his intellect, nefesh and the preciousness of his soul, and he has a clarity. Of he understands clear what are proper character traits and what are traits that one has to stay away from. Once a person knows that, in other words, he understands the greatness of man, the greatness of the potentiality of man. And really, he has a certain courage to want to exceed, to want to excel, to want to succeed. And he understands that latent within him a tremendous tremendous strengths that are imbued from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when a person knows that and he senses that, he has a sense of identity, he doesn't feel he's hopeless, he doesn't feel he has nothing to contribute like the ill person that he was talking about in the first paragraph, but rather a person understands he has, he has a lot of greatness within him. Then, Vikasha Oh, when then you attach to that when you put then humility and lowliness of the person's spirit, then it can be considered a praiseworthy midah. Then it's a trait that's considered praiseworthy. But without that, then it's not considered, that person is not considered within the praiseworthy title of humility. And the greatness of his soul. He's actually considered despicable. 
It's no different than the mida, that trait of an animal. What's the comparison to an animal in terms of this category? So this from Miller explained so beautifully like this. Imagine you have a young boy who grows up on a farm, deals with animals. So you could have a 10-year-old boy and he's leading the ox. He's leading a bull out to pasture. And he has a little stick and he's prodding the bull along. Now the bull is in, in one movement of his hand could kill the boy. But yet, being led by the bull, it's so docile. Why? Why is that? That's because the bull, without the intellect, doesn't know its own strength. It doesn't appreciate how much strength it has. It just goes. It just does. That's what he means, the Chavos Avavos. Of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created them like that. We need to use their brute strength to be able to serve man and mankind. Certainly it's like that. But if we take a step back and say, look at this. Look what happens when one doesn't possess the capability, the intellectual capacity to understand its strength. This bull is a hundred times stronger than this little boy who's leading it. Yet, it doesn't know that. It doesn't possess the capability of understanding its strength. And therefore, it goes like a little sheep to the pasture. That could be compared, says Chavis Avavis, to a person. A person who also, Nebuch, doesn't understand his strength, doesn't understand the inequality that he has. So he also is like that behemoth. He has a Dalus HaNefesh. He doesn't understand. He thinks he's not so good. He thinks he doesn't have much what to contribute. He thinks he can't really make it. That person is not humble. That person is not of great quality. But Nebuch, that person has... Adalus and Efesh. But rather when a person understands, of course he's above. He was created, he was imbued with great strength. And he has to take that and understand he's different than this lower class. And there's a lot of potential within him. And when he realizes his kaychis, when he realizes how he's, his intellect, his, his kindness, his generosity, how much he can do with the wisdom that he has, with the physical strength that he has, with his creativity, so on and so forth. That person who understands how great he can be and yet is humble, that is a truly humble person. To bring it out even better, I think we could take a look at the Ruach Chaim. That's from Reb Chaim where he writes in Perek Dalu Mishnah Aleph and Mesekta Sovis the following. The Gemara tells us in the Dorim that Ein HaShchina Shoyre that a Kosh who doesn't rest his Shchina and imbue a human being with exalted spirit with Nevua prophecy Ruch HaKodesh El Al Gibor Oshir Chacham V'Anuf You have to have four qualities. The four qualities are one has to be mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble. So Reb Chaim Velazhen asks, he says, we know that the qualities of a person, how smart he is, how strong he is, how wealthy he will be, these are all predetermined even before a person is born. So how could it be fair to say that Hashem says, I'm only going to rest my Shekhinah on a person who has these four qualities, when three out of the four qualities are not even within his 
ability. They're not within his reach to have. He's either given to him or not. They're God given to him even before he's born. It's predetermined. Or he doesn't have them. So why is it fair to only those people are zeicher to that merit such a uh, such an exalted ability to get nevuah? Says Chaim Balazin so beautifully. He says that's not what the, the, the Gemara means. The Gemara means that someone who indeed has qualities, for example, he has great strength, he has great wisdom, he has great wealth, and still he's an onov. That person is worthy of having the Shechina rest on him. That's the Pshat. And really the Gemara says, V'kulon mi Maisha. All of them we learn out from Maisha. Maisha Rabbeinu was wealthy. Maisha Rabbeinu obviously was tremendously wise. Maisha Rabbeinu was strong. He was tall. Ten Amis tall. He put up the whole Mishkan. And yet, Maisha Rabbeinu was the greatest, one of the greatest humble spirit that ever lived. One of Mikol Adamam Shalpanei Adama. It's 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 particularly Moshe Rabbeinu and people like that that understand their strengths and still they are of a humble spirit that is truly a humble person. And so the first thing is, as the Chavos of Abba says, first, people have to know, we have to know that we are great. We have to know that we have potential for greatness to succeed in all the ways that Hashem gave us the ability to succeed, to bring the, the glory of Hashem in this world. And once a person understands that, and recognizes that, now he can start working on the fact that just because of that, he doesn't deserve credit. Just because of that, it doesn't make him better than the next guy. Just because of that, it doesn't make him that he can be arrogant over somebody else. Moshe Rabbeinu knew good and well who he was. As Rabbi Leib Steinman Zatzal brings, how do we know that Moshe Rabbeinu knew how great he was? When Aaron's two sons died, Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to Aaron Hakoi and it says, ah, Aaron, I knew that Hashem was going to sanctify his name in this Mishkan by taking away two of the greatest human beings that are living. But I thought it would be me and you, Moshe Rabbeinu says. Moshe says, I thought that we were the greatest people. I didn't realize that your two sons surpassed us in greatness. So it's clear from Chazali, it's clear Moshe Rabbeinu knew who he was. He knew he was great, but still, actually, it's necessarily needed. It's necessary to know that a person is great, and then he's still of a humble spirit. So Moshe Rabbeinu knows he has the greatest mind in the world. Moshe Rabbeinu knows he was the messenger to take Bnei Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu knows that he was given great wealth from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But that's all God-given gifts. They're gifts from Hashem. Why does it make him better? Why does it make him better? In terms of the nation, he's able to give so much. So people look at him for greatness. People go to him for, for their questions. So he's considered great. But inside, it doesn't make him any better. Certainly someone who has so much, who possesses so much, and Hashem takes them away, that sanctifies Hashem's name. So Moshe thought, it was, I thought it was going to be me and you and Aaron. I'd see it was your sons. But the first thing is a person that has to know is greatness. And then even after his greatness, then a person is still humble. That indeed is a true humble person. That's a person who we can call and classify as an anav, someone who has kniya, who has humility. In actuality, 
the greater the person is, the greater humility he could have. And one understanding of that is that the greater the person is, the more Torah that he learns, the more connected to tefillah that he has been able to accomplish, the more generosity he's able to give from all of his resources, the greater he becomes, really the closer to Hashem he becomes. And the closer to a, a person comes to Hashem, that in itself, that awareness, being cognizant of that, really is the ability. That's what makes a person have the ability to become small of spirit, to become humble. As great as a person is, a person will say to himself, as great as I am, what am I compared to? Compared to Hashem. It's like a light bulb compared to the blazing sun. As the Chazanish once pointed out, he was once walking with somebody and it was at night and there was a lamppost ahead and they're walking slowly closer and closer. And when they get to the lamppost, the Chazanish pointed out an interesting phenomenon. He says, you know, when we were further away from the lamppost, we saw our shadow and it's a big, long shadow of the person. Sometimes you see a shadow coming from the light. You think you, you think of yourself so big. Wow, look at this, I'm so big. And when you get closer and closer to the light, your shadow shrinks. So the Chazanish pointed out, the closer that the person is to the light, to the source, the smaller he realizes he is. And that's what it is with a great person. The great person is closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if indeed he's a great person. If he's just flaunting his wealth, if he thinks he's great because of his own abilities, He's going further and further away from Hashem. But the true great person who understands that greatness comes from Hashem, it brings him closer to Hashem. And the closer he is to Hashem, his shadow shrinks. He realizes when he's in the presence of Hashem, he is smaller and smaller. That's why the person who has Gavura, Chachma, and Oishar, he has all these great qualities, but yet he's able to be humble. Because he realizes how close he is to Hashem and all gifts from Hashem. And therefore he's of humble spirit. What am I compared to what Hashem just has given me as gifts? That indeed is the, the true humble person. As the, uh, to, to bring out this point with one more Chazal. Famous Gemara at the end of Saita. Masekta Saita ended with this Gemara. says, Mishames Rebbe. When Rabbi Yehuda Anasi and Rebbe died, Botla Anova. And as Rebbe, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi was such a humble person. He indeed was someone who had great wealth, great wisdom, and yet he was of humble spirit. When he died, Botla Anova. There were no more people who possessed that great quality of humility. Says the Gemara Merbiyasef, don't say Botla Anova. Why? Because I'm still around. Rabbi Yosef says, I'm still around. So the question is that, Rabbi Yosef, you say, you're around and you're a none of? And the answer is yes. The Chazanish told somebody, of course I know who I am. Of course I know I'm the God of Lador. But do I think that makes me great? Because I became the Chazanish? Maybe I was supposed to be the Vilna Goyim. As great as a person became, he always feels there's so much more to reach. Who knows if I've already reached my capacity and my ability. I should be of a, of a haughty spirit. Who knows how much more of the ladder I have to climb that I have the ability to climb. Of course I know I'm the Chazanish. But maybe I'm supposed to be in the Vilna Gain. So Rabbi Yosef said in the Gemara, Ika'ana, I'm still here. 
The Yerubiasif knew exactly who he was. He had an identity. He knew he was. He knew the qualities that he had. And he also knew that he was humble. And therefore he was able to say it with, with no compunction. He was able to say, That's really what we're going to build up, how we get there, how a person becomes humble. But the first thing we have to know is a person has to know his greatness, know his value, know his identity, and then he can start working on becoming humble. Agutenacht.